today dialogue my name is Gior and today is Ascension Day on our liturgical calendar. I was speaking to a pastor friend of mine this past week and he noted that life is more liturgical than we might think. He expounded that we are meant for structure and rhythms in life that creates patterns for worship. Mornings to evenings, days to weeks, summers to winters, we are meant to live and flourish in patterns of life, to settle on our grooves that enrich us in our communities. I would like to reflect today on our passage Acts 1 from verse 1 to 11. Listen out for markers of time in the passage and our expectations. I read for us. In the first book, O Theophilus, I have dealt with all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day when he was taken up. After he had given commands through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen, he presented himself alive to them after his sufferings by many proofs, appearing to them during forty days and speaking about the kingdom of God. And while staying with them, he ordered them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You have heard from me, for John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know times or seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. And when he had said these things, as they were looking on, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. And while they were gazing into heaven as he went, behold, two men stood by them in white robes and said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? This Jesus, who was taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. Now, I want to reflect on three things by asking three questions of the passage. First, why did Jesus wait 40 days before he ascended? Second, what is the significance of the ascension? And third, what are we to do with this moment or the season while we are waiting? So first, why did Jesus wait 40 days to ascend? Think about this. Why did he not leave immediately after his resurrection? Note that the text gives us this very specific number and that draws our attention. And I suppose our answer might be more practical and apologetic than we might suppose. This is how Billy Graham writes about it and I read for us. Jesus delayed 40 days to be taken up into heaven to demonstrate to his followers that he truly was alive. After all, they knew the Roman authorities had put Jesus to death and that his body had been taken down from the cross and sealed in a tomb. And when that happened, they were filled with despair and fear. Many even went into hiding. They had believed Jesus was the promised Messiah and now their hopes were scattered. They had forgotten his promise that he would return from the grave and they felt they had no future. But when Jesus appeared among them after the resurrection, their lives were changed. 
the greatest miracle in all history had just taken place. Jesus Christ was alive. During those 40 days he appeared to various groups of disciples, proving beyond doubt to them that he had been raised from the dead by the power of God. And over two decades later, the Apostle Paul wrote that he appeared to more than 500 of the brothers at the same time, most of whom are still alive. This is in 1 Corinthians 15 verse 6. In the same manner, we too can know that Jesus is alive and we should reflect on this on this day. This brings me to my second question. And that is, what is the significance of the ascension? Why is it on our liturgical calendar? Note how the disciples asked in verse 6, If this is the time that Jesus, that he will come and restore Israel, they are expectant to see him, and yet he says it is not for them to know the time. Also, when he ascends, they look up in the sky, waiting until angels come and tell them, that one day he will return in the same manner as he has left. The words, he was taken up from you, declares departure, a new time or dispensation. We are to be expectant in the same way. And in ten days from, from that date, it was Pentecost. The Holy Spirit was poured out. And this comes from Penta, and, uh, uh, which means five and Pentecost, uh, meaning the 50th. And, and so, again, we have a marker in time, um, something to be expectant of. We should not skip over this, and we should really take our time today and reflect. I, I would want to encourage us to do that. I have a third question then. What are we to do with the time? Should we, like the disciples, just continue to stare at the sky, waiting? Of course not. No. The angels came down to firm that he will come back, but in our waiting we are to prepare. The book of Acts is poignantly named Acts. Action takes place, and the church rapidly spread and increased into the known world. We should likewise use our time and prepare for the kingdom to come and obey all that has been taught to us from God while also teaching others. This will edify lives in peace and in the goodness of God. It creates patterns and rhythms of peace and a good life. We are citizens of another country, as C.S. Lewis has put it. Uh, and I read for us. Probably earthly pleasures were never meant to satisfy it, but only to arouse it, to suggest the real thing. If that is so, I must take care, on the one hand, never to despise or to be unthankful for these earthly blessings, and on the other hand, never to mistake them for something else of which they are only a kind of copy or echo or mirage. I must keep alive in myself the desire for my true country, which I shall not find till after death. I must never let it get snowed under or turned aside. I must make it the main object of life to press on to that other country and to help others to do the same. In summation, I would just like to reiterate our three points so that you can use them in your personal reflection further today. First, Jesus stayed on earth to give proof that he is alive and therefore we can also know that he is alive. Second, we are to be expectant of his return for it is promised that he will return. 
And third, we should not be passive in our lives, but live and press on for that other country, uh, for the kingdom to come, knowing that Jesus has went uh, ahead to make a room for us. I would just like to, to pray for us before we end our session. Father, thank you for this reflection that we can know that Jesus Christ is alive and therefore that we too will gain eternal life and that he has gone ahead to make room for us. We are expectant of uh, this, the goodness that you have for us and that we already can receive your spirit. Thank you for the hope that we have that Jesus will one day come back and restore all things and that we then will be fully citizens of this country or, th or this other country, his kingdom, your kingdom. And this warms my heart and I pray that as we reflect on this, uh, we are drawn towards your goodness and, and that our expectation is even increased. Help us to reflect and pray, uh, especially in this present time, uh, this present age that we live in, in this present moment, that we do not waste our time, but that we use it wisely, that we live in obedience and that we create patterns where we continue to come back to you and give our lives, our hands and our hearts to you. Um, and in it that we also experience your goodness and patterns of, of, of grace and, and praise. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.